Hello, party people, and welcome into Freestyle. I'm your host, Stephen Weissong. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Well, this is Freestyle. And once a week, I take the YouVersion Bible app, verse of the day, and create an impromptu Bible study from it. The whole point is to freestyle, to create something in the moment from the Word of God for you and for me. So let's get freestyling. Here we go. The verse of the day is Isaiah 53, 5. Here's what we read. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. These words are very powerful, meaningful, significant. Here's Isaiah, who was 800, 900 years before Jesus. And obviously we're reading this and it makes us think about Jesus. That's the whole point of what's going on. This is what we would call a messianic prophecy. It's a looking forward from the Old Testament perspective, from the prophet perspective. It's looking forward to the coming of Jesus. Now, I don't know if you have read any of the Old Testament lately. Uh, Isaiah makes an appearance in the book of 2 Kings, if I write. And if you read the book of Kings, 1 and 2 Kings, you will see a pattern. There's a pattern. There are a few good kings, and then there are a lot of bad kings. Okay, so there's a cycle in the book of Kings where there's a good king, then there's bad, 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 good Bad, 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 bad. <laughs> That's kind of the pattern. And when you read it, I mean, it's one you got to kind of get your head around the succession of different kings. And then you have to understand that the Israelites, they were broken into two different kingdoms. There's Judah and then there's Israel. And so there's mixture of who's doing what, where. All that to say, what you get out of it is we need a savior. These human kings that have come onto the scene, for the most part, have totally forgotten about God. They're living their own way. They're doing what pleases them. And usually what happens is when we do what pleases ourselves, we find ourselves in a wreck and in a ruin and in a mess. It's just true. And so here's Isaiah in his book uh, that he has filled with his things that he said to the people. The prophets, by the way, were trying to get people to come back to God. And so here's Isaiah, and he's giving a looking forward. There is someone great who will come. There is someone who we need that will come. And he's not going to come, look, it's interesting, it's, he's not going to come in, in glory, he's not going to come in, in the most amazing way, at least when you look at this, but there is some brutal realities to this person arriving on the scene. He has to take a punishment so that you and I can find right relationship with God. And of course, this person is Jesus. We know that. 
We know that we can look back and see the account of Jesus's life in the New Testament and know that, whoa, when Isaiah was saying this 800 years ago, 900, whatever it is, he's talking about Jesus. And Jesus is the fulfillment of what Isaiah is saying here. So let's dig into this. I, 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 what I notice about Isaiah 53.5 is the different play on uh, bad things happening so good things can happen. Okay, so that, that's what I'm, there's bad things that happen that Jesus, in his amazing love, by the way, submits himself to experiencing all so that you and I can experience life. Isn't that interesting? Jesus submits himself to pain so that you and I can find life. He submits himself out of love to be a sacrifice so that you and I can find salvation, so we could be rescued. Okay, let's dig in. But he was pierced for our rebellion, okay? Pierced for our rebellion. Notice, it is so interesting, this is so crazy about God. Our rebellion, don't you think? Think about when you were a kid and you rebelled against your parents. Any of you rebellious people against your parents? You know, mom said, don't have a cookie. And you put your hand in that cookie jar and you took out two cookies. You know, I'm going to be a rebellion. Okay, what happens? Mom's not getting punished for that rebellion. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, don't touch the stove. You touch the stove. Okay, you kind of put yourself in that situation. <laughs> okay. But you know, when you do something that is rebellious, usually you pay the consequence. And here's God in his great love. He sent his son, Jesus, because God so loved the world. Jesus came, Jesus came and in our rebellion, it's our rebellion. It's our leaving the way that God wants us to live. It's our not doing what God says is the greatest way to have a good life, a happy life, a joyful life, a peaceful life. It's our rebellion away from God's ways that got us into this predicament. But he was pierced for our rebellion. Jesus was pierced for our rebellion rebellion. We didn't, we didn't take the piercing. That's what it's saying. We didn't take the piercing. Jesus took it for us. That's amazing love. Crushed for our sins is the next part. But he was pierced for our rebellion. Crushed for our sins. Again, Jesus is taking it. Jesus is being crushed for the things that we did that make us go far from God. You know, that's sin. Sin is living outside of how God says we should live. God has a way for us to live. And when we live outside of that, we sin. Now, God's way sometimes feels like there's a boundary around it, but there's freedom in that boundary. And when we go outside of how God says we should live, we miss the mark. We sin. And there's distance that gets taken between us and God. 
the closer we are to God. You know, we want to get close to God. Sins keep us far or distant. Isn't it crazy? Jesus was crushed for our sins. Just think about that in, in your own life. And maybe you need to pause this podcast for a second and think about those words. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. Maybe make it a little personal, but he was pierced for Stephen's rebellion. He was crushed for Stephen's sins. You can insert your name there. What does that stir up in you? What does that bring about in your mind about how you're living? Think about the power of the love of Jesus that he would be willing to be pierced for the things that you've done that cause rebellion against God. That he would be willing to be crushed by the sins that you've committed against God. He was willing to do that because God wants us to know that there is nothing he won't do to express his love for us. There is nothing he won't go. There's no length too far that he won't go to, to make sure that his arms get around us, that his grace gets over us, that his mercy washes us, that his kindness is shown to us, that his compassion is made known to us, that his love is displayed for us. God wants to be close to you. Sin, the distance that sin causes, is heartbreaking to God. God is a holy God. Where there is light, there cannot be darkness. Where God is, there cannot be sin. And so God did something about that. Through Jesus, there was a willing sacrifice to be pierced for rebellion, to be crushed for sin. He was beaten. This is the next part. He was beaten so we could be made whole. This is the, this is the, like the, the bad to good, right? Jesus was beaten so we could be made whole. Whoa, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's, that's amazing. He was whipped so we could be healed. Think about that. I don't know. If, this makes me obviously think about the Passion of the Christ, Mel Gibson's movie with Jim Caviezel as Jesus. And, you know, that's one of those movies that I watched. And uh, I think one time was enough, but maybe I should watch it again. Because to live through, to see the portrayal of what Jesus lived through, the beating that Jesus took, the whipping that Jesus took. Put it into context of this verse. When you see that, it's graphic, it's disturbing, but yet it's what needed to happen in God's plan so that you and I could have relationship with him. It's part of how God wanted us how God used his plan so that we could be made whole, so that we could find healing. There is power in the brutality that Jesus experienced because in it, in it is the beauty of salvation. 
In the brutality is the beauty of salvation. Do you want to be whole in your life? I do. Do you want to find healing in your life? I sure do. And the place to go is at the foot of the cross where Jesus was pierced and crushed after he had been beaten and whipped. Jesus was on the cross. And on the cross, he took the penalty of our rebellion. He paid the debt of our sins. He made it so that we could find a way to experience wholeness. Now, not every day is going to be I'm living whole day, right? <laughs> not every day is going to be a great day for us. We're human. But in our humanness, the grace of God meets us, offering us a better way, offering us a new start, offering us a second chance. It's not so that we can just go out and do whatever we want. It's so that we can learn from what we've done and focus fully on what Jesus has done for us. And when we focus more on what Jesus has done for us, the things we're going to want to do in life are going to bring us closer in proximity to Jesus. You know, the last line just really gets you. He was whipped so we could be healed. So we could be healed. There is a supernatural healing ability that God and God alone has. God, I believe it. I believe that God can heal us physically. In this instance, on the cross, God is healing us spiritually. God is making it so that you and I do not have to be stained by our sins. We can be white as snow. Like the psalmist David says in Psalm 51. And so it's an amazing thing, this verse. It is looking forward. It's looking forward at the Savior that we all need. Every single one of us wants to experience love. We want to be rescued. We want to know that there's someone out there who can save us. I mean, you think about the biggest movies in the theater right now, the biggest movies that are on Disney+, Plus, the TV shows coming out. It's all about superheroes. Superheroes are the rave, you know? We, want, we like that. We like that there's some supernatural people out there that are able to save us from other supernatural bad things that are happening. Like, that's cool to us. Here's Jesus. Jesus is here, the greatest superhero. He really is. If there's anyone that's actually supernatural that walks the earth, boom, it's Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is it. In Jesus, we find the love that we crave. In Jesus, we find the grace that we need. In Jesus, we find belonging. In Jesus, we find hope. In Jesus, we find joy. And yes, in Jesus, we find healing. On the cross, even though Jesus died, the beautiful message is that he rose again three days later. And so on the cross, even though Jesus is broken, he's broken, you and I can find restoration. 
because of that brokenness, that Jesus was willingly, he submitted himself to that. And in it, you and I can find the restoration, the reconciliation, and yes, the resurrection that we need in our lives to keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Jesus paid the price. In his love, we can find the strength to move forward into hope and joy. I know sometimes it feels like we're in the darkest valleys, and God is with us in that. God is with us. He's close by us. That's what Psalms 23 says. He's close by us. And so here's Isaiah, 800 years, going, hey, there's someone coming. There is someone coming that will bring healing. And you and I, we get to look back 2,000 years later and go, that was Jesus, and I'm going to keep following him because in him is the healing I need. Well, this has been another freestyle. God loves you, and so do I. Peace out and party on. 